Understanding Payroll Statutory Compliance, Key Considerations for Employers The word statutory translates to of or related to statutes, rules and regulations, so statutory compliance stands for adhering to rules and regulations. These rules and regulations are a legal framework the government, central and slash or state, put in place for all businesses to follow, we are trying to comprehend payroll statutory compliance services. Here is an overview of payroll statutory compliance. Significance of statutory compliance. All countries have a set of labor laws that businesses need to comply with. For businesses to comply with these laws, they should be updated with the regulations of their country. Non-compliance with these set rules may land the company in legal trouble along with fines and penalties. This is why all operating businesses spend a lot of money and time to meet all the key components of payroll statutory compliance. Are statutory compliance in HR and payroll different for every organization? Whether it is a private limited company, partnership firm, limited liability company, or public limited company any other type of company, the payroll-related statutory compliances remains the same for all. Any company that hires employees is liable to pay them salaries and comply with all the labor laws set by the government. What are the advantages for organizations to have an outsourced partner to handle payroll-related compliances? Timely payments of respective authorities ensures the company doesn't have to pay any fines or penalties. Protects all businesses from any unreasonable benefit demands or wages made by trade unions. Prevent the business from getting into any legal troubles. Risk of any adverse incidents can be evaded if the business is compliant. What are the risks an organization may face on being non-compliant? Loss of business integrity and reputation. Financial losses in the form of penalties and fines. Subject to lawsuits. Impacts customer loyalty. Statutory on employee salary and benefit. Employees Provident Fund Act, 1952. The Employees Provident Fund Act, 1952, is the main social welfare contribution for employees in India. Both employee and employer need to make a contribution towards this fund. 12% of the basic pay and dearness allowance, DA, is contributed towards the retirement fund. Section 80C of the Indian Income Tax Act states that an employee's contribution towards their PF account is eligible for tax exemption, which helps the employees to take home more wages. All organizations with 20 or more employees must comply with this act. Contribution Statutory Employer-Employee Provident Fund, PF, 12% 3.67% Employee Pension Fund NA 8.33% Employers not complying with this act face penalties, fines, and sometimes imprisonment. Employee State Insurance Act, 1948 The Employee State Insurance Act, 1948, helps the employees of an organization to cope with any unfortunate events, including medical emergencies, situations of disability, of the workplace, and maternity leave. For every salary paid, the employer contributes 0.75%, while the employer makes a contribution of 3.25% towards this fund. ESI is compulsory for all employees who are working in a non-seasonal factory that employs more than 10 employees. However, 
it is valid for only employees who are earning less than 21,000 rupees per salary check. Sign ESI is applicable for employees earning less than 21,000 rupees. The payroll department should regularly check the appraisal cycle to ensure that the employee is below the limit. The contribution towards ESI should be discontinued as soon as the employee's paycheck surpasses the said amount. Each ESI contribution cycle lasts six months, from April to September or October to March. Labor Welfare Fund Act, 1965 This act has been instated to oversee the welfare of the employees working in certain types of industries. It offers facilities to the laborers for their social security, to better their work conditions and improve their living standards. The statutory contributions for Labor Welfare Fund are managed by individual state authorities. The State Labor Welfare Board states that the amount and frequency of the contribution and may be different for every state. For instance, some states may make the contributions every six months, while in other states, this contribution may be an annual affair. Statutory on Tax Liabilities TDS, Tax Deducted at Source TDS is one of the most significant statutory rules which needs to be adhered to by all organizations. It is basically collecting tax from the individual based on their income. It is applicable to different types of income, including salary, commission, and interest. A different tax rate may be applicable for each employee as it is calculated based on their salary. Currently, two different tax regimes are followed in India, Old Tax Regime and New Tax Regime Old Tax Regime Income Tax Slab Tax Rate up to Indian rupee 2.5 L no tax. Indian rupee 2.5 L to Indian rupee 5L 5% asterisk. Indian rupee 5L to Indian rupee 10 L 12,500 Indian rupees plus 20% of total income exceeding Indian rupee 5L. Above Indian rupee 10 L Indian rupee 112,500 plus 30% of total income exceeding Indian rupee 10 L. New tax regime. Income tax slab for FI 2020-21 new tax rate. Up to Indian rupee 2.5 L no tax. Indian rupee 2.5 L to Indian rupee 5L 5% asterisk. Indian rupee 5L to Indian rupee 7.5 L 10%. Indian rupee 7.5 L to Indian rupee 10L 15%. Indian rupee 10L to Indian rupee 12.5 L 20%. Indian rupee 12.5 L to Indian rupee 15L 25%. Above Indian rupee 15L 30%. As you see, there are many key components of payroll statutory compliance. Managing and adhering to them can be complicated. Therefore, if you are a small or medium business, outsourcing payroll services to a reliable provider is recommended. At PaySquare, we offer trusted statutory compliance services to our clients. Get in touch with us to understand how we can help your business adhere to all the compliances.